It's a fictional show, Rossi. I know. It's, but I know. it's just a fictional show. We can't go back. That was 2008. It's too long ago, but it's bullshit. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. I did. Now I turned it on. Did you turn it on now? I turned it on now. Well, how do I how do I look? How do I I asked you know? if you were gonna sit like that. And I said, Why am I turned on? And you went, No, not yet. Would you fuck around with me like that all the time? So now with that grin, with that smile, I'm on. Am I on? You're on. Okay, you're how do I look morning. sitting like that? Well, then it's cutting off your head. It's too close. Right. How's that? That's just very nicely shaved, but it's very close. So there it's good. I get the How's light that? switch there. It makes me want to like hit the light switch. I'm in a new <laughs> position in this hotel room. I'm moving around. This is the diary of a madman. You're you're in, a, you're in the bit of a dunce corner. I got to tell you, you're in the corner with your hat on. Like the teacher, teacher's Spacaric went, get in the corner. Theo. Get in the corner. Get in the corner. This is the only place in the hotel room that has light. Good lighting today, son. It's good lighting. No, it's very good. I know you're eating well. I know you're down to 103 pounds, dripping wet. Like, <laughs> but the lighting's good. Teeth, beautiful. Good. Yeah, I like this. What's going on? You getting ready? I, I'm getting ready. I've been ready. Um, but I, 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 uh, yeah. You know, I'm trying to find a new place in this. You know, because I am in full, full lockdown. Um, you know, I don't go anywhere or do anything. You're not allowed. Not allowed. You're big shot on a big production and they want to keep you safe and you're doing the right thing. And you're, yeah. you're running so a bit, you're, you're jogging a it. bit, you're, you're eating a bit, you're, you're playing by the rules and you're working with some really huge people, almost of your stature. Almost. And uh, here we go, man. Two months, three months, whatever so it is. So I'm in the corner. So I'm in the corner and I do weird things. Like I walk to, you know, thank God it's a, it's a pretty big room. And what I do is I go sit certain places and read sometimes. <laughs> I go to different parts of the room. Do you talk to yourself? Do you go, all the Theo? Time. I'm over here now. All the time. Yeah. And I enjoy it all the time. Don't but I got to tell you, I, I do, you and I have talked about this. I, in, you and I have had extremely busy lives. Thank God. You know, um, I'm married. I have two young kids. I, I you know, I have a pretty, a, a extremely active life. I would say like you. Very active. Younger kids, mine are older, but yours are younger, beautiful boys. Go ahead. But just and? busy, busy, busy. So what's really interesting, because it's incredibly helpful for the, the character, which you know about, but also like the straight isolation, I'm doing things like picking up drawing, like we talked about and, and that I haven't done in 20 years that I used to do all the time and reading and doing all that, the, the, the self-imposed, like full isolation, like, you know, go out for walks, do the, you know, do the runs in the morning. But besides that, Ordering I, the food, order. it's crazy. I, I think it's amazing that you, because of the isolation and because of the character, and because Meg and the girls are back home, and we're doing all the right things for COVID and all this. But this gig that you're on, and the guy that you're about to play, when you told me, and I, re, I, I remember this about you, when you told me that you used to draw, you, you were an artist, you. And how ironic is what's going on with Reaper reviews? With these incredible peeps out there who are sending you, me, all these sketches and Amazing drawings comments. and paintings, and it's just off the freaking hook. Yeah. And now to and now to hear that you with the curly top trying to be yeah. a Kim Coach Junior can actually draw, which I forgot about. I don't know, son. 
I mean, they're going to draw you. They're going to draw you with the way you look right now. They're, and then because maybe. I try to bring a different frock to the show every week. <laughs> That's a big I, word for you. A I big try to frock. bring a different frock. This is the Grease Two frock, right? The the Adrian Zamed or whatever it is. I try to bring very it. very in love with that hairstyle. Yeah, good, you know, and I bring good. this, and then it gives them a different view. I'm in a different area. It kind of looks like a stage curtain behind me, <laughs> King Lear style. <laughs> Open the curtain, bring Open him the out. Curtain. Bring I'm coming him out. out. Big first scene. And, oh, and, uh, and God, this is, that's great. This is what it is. And I got to tell you. Hello, just, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime gal. Now that reminded me of that dance we used to do. <laughs> you, me, and Tommy. Yeah, we used to that's do that an all inside the time, joke. Man. That's an inside joke to something to do with sons that one day we'll tell you. Well, somewhere. no, we're going to talk about it when we get to that show. Because I'll never forget when we did the show. It doesn't. Uh, we'll talk. It doesn't about matter. It. That was my favorite ever. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we're about to. We're getting, We're back in season one right now, and this was wow. A, this was a hard uh, reverse because we went from the end of season three. Where we were all starting to look different, sound different. Yeah, man. Back. We went yeah, back man. in time, back to the future, Michael J. Fox style. Yeah, right? we went back. Yeah. Wow. Great analogy, actually. Thank you. And I got to tell you, to go back to this episode, this is 106, AK51. Um, it made me think of the, the one thing that kept going through my head because you and I had spoken, you had watched it before me. I had no idea you weren't in this episode because we've done a bunch that I wasn't in and you're, you right. weren't in this Now it's my turn. I'm not in this Now one. it's your turn. But what was so interesting is what I kept thinking, the, the word that kept popping into my head while I was watching was growth, growth. Like, and what I meant by that was like people's dialects changed. Like Charlie sounded different. Um, people looked different. People had gained weight, lost weight. Um, people acted different. Like we were, we were better. Like you got better, of course. You know what we've said before. To, you know, Sanford Meisner, twenty years to be a good actor. But like this was like even just two years later, like better. Everybody was getting better. The writing was tighter. That this was different. Wow, good point, son. I totally agree. And I just kept thinking that, and I'm not saying that I didn't love the episode because I absolutely loved it. But it was shaped different, so you could tell, like. This is only 106. The writers were writing different. The storylines were different. And I just kept seeing like growth, growth, growth. So I, I really can't wait to get into it. But, um, you know, before we do, uh, let's talk about, we put out, we both put out that thing that the show has, you know, grown tremendously. You know, we're having our best month ever uh, across all platforms, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. It's, it's really, it's really taken off, Theo. It's really amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and it just shows that, you know, um, people just want to be not just entertained, but I think that they want to hear, you know, two real human beings who are just having real conversations with no agenda. Um, there is zero agenda here at, at all. And I, and I know that the Sam fam feels the same way. We just, none of us do even the amazing people who tweet all day, you know, from Reggie and, and all the different people and Sarah and everybody who's tweeting and doing their thing all day. Like there's no agenda on any of us. We're just trying to like 
be happy and have fun and do our thing. And at the same time, laugh and kind of enjoy this show that was a different time in the world. But next week. Oh, boy. Yeah. We've got something to say, don't we? What are we doing? Well, don't say who? Don't say I'm who. Not, I'm not going to say who. Yeah. But, you know, you and our team decided to, we're going to bring someone on. Yeah. We're going to bring someone on. And um, I'm excited. Me I too. actually, it's going to be like before Christmas next week. I can't, it'll be like, wow, here we go. Um, I'm going to leave this up to you, son. Whenever we tell who, you know, what's the. Yeah. And to tell everybody the format that we're kind of thinking is like, you know, we're going to do our next episode next week, which will be 107, right? We're going to do next week. And, you know, you and I will kind of get into the episode a little, do what we do. And then we'll take a break and we'll have someone on for like 20 minutes, you know, that used to be on the show or was part of the show. Um, We'll get into it. Obviously, we're not going to ask them to analyze the episode because that's silly, right? And then we'll just and and they they're going to say no anyway. They're just gonna <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy. Uh, my my like, not waiting on the tarmac. Yeah. I can't. not doing that. I don't know. So we'll we'll shoot the shit. We'll do our thing, and then and then we'll get back and wrap up the episode. And I think that um, I'm excited about it. There's no one else I'd rather start with, um, because you know. It's just the way it is. Our trailers were connected and we were connected and uh, it's going to be a fun little uh, threesome. I, well, that's, uh, that sounds wrong. No, <laughs> they're always good when you have a threesome. Trust me. Did I just say that? No, I don't. Did I? No. Well, you and know I, what I mean. And, and, I, and I must say, and this is uh, purely based on the, the love that we have from the writers to the creators, to the actors, to the, technicians of sons of anarchy i think uh the word is getting out yeah. that you and i are doing this and uh there's never a better time to talk about this than right now and the lineup is happening for when you and i decide we want to bring someone on to discuss to talk to chat to have a coffee whatever it's going to be and not only does it help uh with with us i don't have to talk as much because we'll let someone else do it yeah but the love and the humor and whatever it comes with it will be fun for the family and for everyone who's watching this because our numbers are just going like this. Yeah. And when we love it, it's just an, and it'd be a nice thing for us, selfishly, to bring someone on every once in a while. It'll be a great thing. Yeah. And also, you know, th it's not a lie when we've said it. Like, you know, we all genuinely like love each other who are on that show, you know, when we Correct. did it. And, you know, something I've always been confused upon, like, I guess in this, I've always felt like a bit of an outsider with Hollywood in general, just because maybe because I started as an extra and all that. And I've always been in awe of the business, but I've never really understood. Like I've been doing this 20 years and I've done so many other things and you have done 197 different films and mainly films and very few TV, but mainly films. And, you know, we've done so many other projects, but I've never really understood those people who are like, they get known for something and then they uh. avoid it. They avoid mm. it. Like, you know, Bob Denver doesn't want to be known as Gilligan mm. back in the day or, you know, whatever. And then I go, isn't that silly? Because that's the one that people love you from and know you from, right? It's like a hit, uh, a hit song from a band, right? I could see where they might not want to play Hotel California for the Eagles all the time, but people love it. And that's what they're there for, you know? So I think that with this show, and what I mean by that is we had such an incredible moment in our lives. We were all in different positions. Yeah, we sure were. 
every and and even like I don't even recognize who I was sometimes when I watch it. I'm like, man, that guy doesn't know how to act. He looks different. He has literally nothing to do with me. But at the same time, I enjoy it because it was the growth phase of where I am now. Right. Same with you. And I'm sure you feel the same way when you're watching it. You're like, wow, I can't believe like I, I do. And I and I have to add just that because of the COVID year. Because of the world changing, I have really realized there is no time to waste. There's no time to waste or to wait for anything. So if you and I can get lucky enough to have all these hundreds of thousands of people around the world and growing by the, to want to listen to our knucklehead stories about a show that we didn't watch much of, but we starred on. And now we've got people who want to be on it with us. Everyone, please, There's no downside. Not one second is it a downside to continue the kindness, the love, the stuff. That, and, and we're busy. You and I are swamped. How lucky are we with our careers? How busy we are. You know, but this, I get to see my buddy. Knock him head every week. So much I fun. Get to talk. No, come on. And we're, and, and we're literally in a different location on. every week. It shows I, that like we're, we're working mama. and still doing this. My mom's going, fuck it. Give me a hug. Just give me a hug. I go, mom, I can't. It's COVID. COVID. Fuck that. Give no, mom. We but I get to I get to see you. So there's no time to waste. And so I'm I'm learning from this show. I'm learning every show that we see and we get to review, and we're going to do them all. It's a do them it's all. A, it's a it's a wonderful thing, bro. And I'm really glad that you came up with this idea because I'm I know I'm it's in. so much Hook, fun. Line, That's why I think there's no, no mistakes. And I got to tell you, I, I just finished. Well, I just finished the book this morning that I'm that I highly recommend to every single person on the planet. I've been into audio books lately, so I recommend you have. The audio listen, not the one I told you about. This other one, uh, it's called one. it's called Chop Wood Carry Water. Okay, uh, I'll put it on. I'll put it on my socials. It's called Chop Wood Carry Water. It's two and a half. No, hour do that. Put it lesson. on. Put it on. The, yeah, yeah. And and one of the things that's said in it is the the it's it's basically looks at like the samurai culture and it's like about remedy like looking at life and how it mirrors our life every day, right? And and one of the things that the guy says in it is. Uh, I, it bothers me that people think they're going to live two lives, right? And what it means is that you have to do things now. You have to do it now. There is no, I know we always hear there is no tomorrow. There is no, no, but like you have to do it now. I enjoy so much talking with you. I'm loving this experience of watching the episode. None of this is a trial or trial no. to me. And the no. fact that other people enjoy it is incredible. And now to have you know one of our one of our people on next week and they're gonna get to talk about like that's incredible that's so much fun there's no downside so i'm just excited and and uh and i think that we have we, we haven't even really started yet we have so much to go and I'm, just seeing it grow I'm, is amazing uh, well well said junior and i you know what before we start do you want to just do you want to tell the world who's coming on? You- yeah, I mean, we'll tell them. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think if anybody knows us and knows who we are, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Flanagan has always been like the third, you know, the three stooges. He's always been the third. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. You know, if you talk all- to him, he's going to say he's the one. And <laughs> I might be three and you might be two. Yeah. Right? yeah. But he's now that we one. get the, he's definitely number three. But number one to us. So, but we were also all in the same trailer. Explain that to people. Like, okay, on so on 
on the lot, everyone has a has a Winnebago, or a trailer, a two banger, a three banger. And we had very nice units for all of us, and we had three bangers. And it was me and Theo and Tommy that were in a three banger. Yes, we all had our own toilet. Thank goodness. Yes, we all had one beautiful window that we could beds. look out and go, Jesus Christ, is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? We all had our own beds. Everything was cool. But whenever Tommy said something, I heard it. Whenever I said something, you heard it. Because yes. you were always in the middle. I was at the yes. front. Tom's at the back. You were always in the middle. And for seven years, man, uh, Booney was within earshot right there. We yeah. had DL at the end. I mean, come on, man. We it was an, it was an incredible time. And it would so. be like we'd knock on each other's door, knock on the wall, and we were just always together. Do you know what I mean? And the thing that I love about it is, you know, you and I have said multiple times this isn't a lie. Tommy is, you know, if not one of my favorite actors to ever walk the planet. I think yeah, his just, talent he's, is beyond. He's, recognition. he's beyond. He's beyond. Yeah. And and just him persona wise, but you know. He has such a great story with this show, which I don't think he's never really told. Like he was attached to it for so long and like his journey on the show and who he became and having the family and doing whatever. So the reason why is I don't know how much we're going to have guests. I don't know if we're going to do it once a month. I don't know if we're going to do it once every two weeks. I don't know when we're going to do it. I don't know if we'll ever do it again. But Tommy was the one that we just, you know, he's our guy. And, uh, and next week, um, we're going to have us three on and it's going to be here. Great. We go. No, here, here we, go. we go. He's going to be talking Canadian for everyone. You think he's everyone. Scottish, but it's going to be Canadian for everybody. So get a, ready. A lot of A's. <laughs> a, Tommy A. Uh, <laughs> so let's go. We're going to get into AK 51. I'm so um, excited for next can week. I ask anyway, you a question? Good job. Juicy. You're yeah. not, you're not in the episode, but was that you on the preview? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, I, I think, think it I, actually, well, you know what? I'm not going to, I don't know. I, I don't think it was bro, but I'm not sure. We'll, we'll let, let the, we'll people, let the people, people tell us. We'll let the people tell us. Um, all right. So right in the beginning, we're with these shady dudes with Piney and Jack. <sighs> um, I, to me, I thought right away they were like white supremacists or something. Um, I don't remember. I, I've never they seen this episode. They, I, I don't think they were, but what they were, I just called them crackerheads because they're, they're a bunch of crackerheads living in the woods who mm-hmm. are anti-government. They want to have their own little tunnels and their own little stuff and live yeah. in the woods and shoot their rabbits and not listen to anybody. They're, they're those guys, right? They're those guys. And I, I, I realized that, you know, this is kind of Piney's story like mm. piney has a real b story throughout this whole thing that you mentioned earlier how this is season one again kids season one everyone i had a bit of a story here and there you had a bit of a, you we had a bit yeah. this was piney's episode in a way and uh fun for us all right that's so. true right we're kind of digging into i didn't even think about that we're kind of getting to learn a little about piney's backstory because really all we know about him is that he's first nine and he's opie's dad like that's correct and he likes tequila we didn't know that like that he, nope. the military stuff and 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 the right. guys he was with okay so shady dude obviously the kid is a problem right off the bat he's got an right attitude um, we get right into a sex scene, like it goes right into what? Gemma on Clay, and I was jar- it was jarring. <laughs> no, doing the nasty, they were doing the <laughs> yeah. nasty right in, and I'm going on top and, and Ron close and like the close. thing, and they're trying and it's not working, and we get something weird's going yeah. on with Gemma, and yeah. or is it the Ron? Ca- who's 
who's got and the, the camera really? was like so close to them. It wasn't like a wide shot. It was like on it. And I'm not saying, I don't mean it. Like they looked amazing. I don't mean it like that. I mean, like no, no, no. I Look, went, f- they look so amazing. Perlman. If you can't love Perlman for everything that he brought to clay from his acting to his yeah. look, to his tattoos. And if you can't, I, you know, Gemma on, on top of anyone, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, sorry, but I'm, where's the front row? Where do I go? Where do I get to sit with my popcorn? Because she's beautiful and talented and they, they were perfect together, but I forgot about that scene. Well, I'm going to tell you, Help me out. I'm going to tell you, so did I, but let me tell you what I didn't forget. So this is so interesting. I need you guys to remember. And when I say you guys, I mean you too. Wow. This is season one, yeah. episode six. Correct. Juice, the only thing that had gone on is you and I had the patch over stuff already. We've had Correct. the Doberman stuff. That was the Correct. development of Juice, right? We weren't learning. Correct. I, was dr- I was drinking Jolt Cola. He was a computer hacker, potentially on crank and all that, right? Okay. There's a giant part of this episode that was cut. You have to understand what happened. Was it the, the panties? Underwear. The yeah. underwear? Yeah. In the toilet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I just said, okay, Bobby, getting off the That was John, Juice. Like, so what let happened? me tell you, I filmed. What happened to that scene? Whole- they got rid of it. I wasn't in a position as an actor or a creative to ask why. I was told years later that it made my character look too weird. Too weird. And too- strange. Yeah. Tig, no. Tig, that's very good. I, I could have got, got away with that for sure. So everyone who saw this episode assumed has to do with Tig. There's underwear in the toilet. I filmed two scenes that are not in this episode. Tell us about it. Okay. So the scene that I filmed that really sticks out, I was in the bathroom. <clears throat> I have my clothes off. Oh, no. Okay. That's, that's, that's never good. But I'm in the bathroom with my you're clothes You're good off. shit. Juice. This is, well, not first season. I was bulky. You're big. Bulky. I was big. You, you were a junior Kenny Johnson rhino. Big rhino. Just junior. Yeah. It's a great line. I was definitely Rhino. It could be Rhino from ECW or it could be Rhino from the Marvel comics. Could be one of the Rhinos. But I was sitting there and I was no clothes on and I'm sniffing women's underwear that I had hidden in my cut. And I'm taking them out and I'm sniffing them as juice. Okay. As no. juice. Yeah. And I'm sniffing them. And then when I would hear a noise, I'd, I'd take them, I'd roll them up and I'd throw them in the toilet. And I did that a few times and he had like, you know, some kind of fetish with yeah. used or old or something women's underwear that I was getting from somewhere. Who knows who they were? I don't know if they were Tara's. I don't know if they were Gemma's. I don't know whose they were. When the episode aired, I was like, okay, here's a storyline. We're going to roll with juice. This is going to be some kind of B storyline of him being some kind of creep. Yeah. They got rid of it. They got rid of it. They cut it. Wow. Wow. Now, there you I go, always, man. Who knows, right? Who knows there you why? Go. And I guess they used, I don't know if they ever put it on like a deleted scene thing or whatever, but it never well, can made I, it. Can I just say that, and you'll remember this, our episodes for 92 shows were always over. Like we, they wrote a B story, a C story. We were always over. You and I... Season five and six, when we get to them, we're just going to go. We knew that scene wasn't going to make it. That scene yeah. was not going to make. It. But knew. it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful novel that Sutter and his team were writing. We filmed it anyway, but we knew it was. But this was like, 
And this show, it was like, okay, we got something for juice. Let's throw it against the fridge, the spaghetti against the fridge, see if it sticks in our mind. It just didn't work for them. They didn't want, they didn't want that. But here's what's funny. As a writer, they had to leave the other stuff in because they need the truck to come later, the Correct. sewage truck. So they can't Correct. cut the whole thing. No. They still have to keep the underwear not being clogged in the toilet. Here we are, Bobby, getting up off the, you know, the, the thing. And That's he's going, right. He's flushing the toilet. It's like, every what's going on? And he's picking and he up his, his underwear. And everybody Give assumes it's take. Everybody assumes it's take. No wonder I'm not on the show. Everyone thought it was me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know where you are. Yeah. Yeah. So they just assume it's you. I know as an audience member, I assumed it was you. So now we go to um, amazing story. Yeah. Keep going. We see, we see Jax uh, in, and I just said this, I think Jax's dialect at this point is still finding a home here. Like he's still kind of seeing it. This is the first season. Um, I had to be reminded of the clay and half sack beef uh, that they were having. Like they were having their troubles, I guess. And this went, this is from, well, if I may, it, it wasn't even yeah. troubles. It was just stupid because half sack just, you know, he's got a thing for Gemma. And we all had a thing for Gemma, yeah. but how, how do you keep it in? Or how do you be smart about it? Like, don't be an idiot. Like I even the had milf issues. Chubby. Milf chubby. The, the milf chubby. And, and he just was stupid. And there was a, a scene when we were in the telemoral garage and he's looking right at me and saying, I get a, and Clay's just right over his shoulder. And I turn him around. And so Clay's heard it. He's just, he's had it with that kid. And he grabs Cherry. It does the thing with Cherry, and right. when they when we did the run, when they were doing the run, we weren't even in in Charming, and uh, and Taryn went with with Clay, uh, went with Ronnie, and did the thing. So we've got all that building up, and yeah, here's half sack. Um, yeah, and then here I come, apparently driving an eighteen wheeler or whatever I'm doing. Do you remember that? Do you remember no. that day? Yeah. No, I got choked. I, I got yelled at. Oh Clay no! I, you were bit slapped. You were getting slapped. You were getting okay. choked. Jax, you just play smack. I had no idea how to act too. I was watching that and I was like, these are some of the poorest choices an actor could make. Like it was just whoever, if you're a young actor <laughs> watching that, don't do what I did in that scene. It was just poor overacting choices. <laughs> no, was it? You were just like it a little was. dog who didn't know where to pee. You didn't know and where to pee. You were just everyone smacking you around. It was just early days, bro. Isn't that funny too, what you, what you said? And it's true, right? If you really think about it, I think one of the biggest problems that we had on our show, and I say problem in a good way, is everybody, how do I say this the right way? Okay. Everybody, like it was such a testosterone driven show that it was hard to have the ability to look weak because you felt that if you looked weak in your character, it might translate into the real dynamic that was going on, the jockeying mm. and all that between us. Good point. Juice was always a weak character, technically, right? And, and it played so well into the stuff that starts happening in season four, right? So when I look at that, I'm like, man, he was really like a dunce. He's getting smacked around. Jax is yelling at him. You know, he's the stuff that Tig was doing in the early episodes of like, you want to be friends? You want to be this? I'll dunk my balls in your, you know, all that stuff. He was this weak, smiling, happy go lucky no, guy. See, he, but but the, the word is wrong. He wasn't weak. There was nothing weak about Juice if you put a Doberman in front of him 
he would not want to kill anything. You're a, you're a kind, yeah. kind, but you had no family. You just probably we've talked about this with Juice. He probably just got made. You were a made guy. Yes. You finally got your patch. The prospect was off. You joined the club, but you were in the bottom ranks. That's all. You're in the bottom ranks. We're going to see that in a minute when the shit That's gets right. cleaned up. It's you and half set. You're in the bottom ranks, but you were a full fledged member, but you were just trying to fit in. There's That's nothing right. weak about that. It's just you want to make everyone happy. You want it to make every, and you don't want people to get, get upset. In this scene that we're talking about, you've got snacks coming your way from everywhere. You didn't know where to be. You were a spinning top in the middle of yeah. Terrell Morrow, and you didn't know where to pee. You didn't know where to go. That's all. Yeah. And I've, and I've embraced it so much now, like as an artist to give myself like over. And I know people use the word artist like too much with all these different things, but like as whatever we do for a living, whatever this is playing pretend, I, I have embraced that. Like what makes, what makes me like almost irate, I should say, but it doesn't matter. Cause I don't care what other people do in this life. It has nothing to do with me. But like when I see like actors, for example, or actresses or whatever. And, and when I say actors, I, I mean, both, men, sure, both. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Both, yeah. um, is like someone will get a role where they're playing like a mailman who's un- now unemployed and has lost his family and lives in like this low income place and they get jacked out of their minds and they're like, they look great. Their skin looks great because they're more concerned with the ego of like themselves than they are the fundamental way that character would actually. That a male man would actually really be. That's right. Eating Cheetos and being depressed and not moving. Oh my God. So I watched it. It's so true. It's so true. And like everybody looks so glossy and nice nowadays that I'm like, what happened to like, when you look at the character, where in the backstory did it say they go to the tanning salon every day and they're ripped <laughs> out of their mind and they're on growth hormone or whatever they are? Like, what happened here? And everybody looks like a cardboard cutout of this superhero, but yet they're playing like a dad who works 16 hours a day and has four children. And, does, and I'm like, they would never be able to do 600 pull-ups a day or whatever this actor's doing. So what I loved about this show, what I really loved about it, especially in the beginning, is this look like this ragtag mess of a group. Thea, look at our faces. (laughs) Okay. Charlie, very handsome boy. Sure. You, super cute. Me and Tommy, somewhat sexy. Booney, true biker. Opie, with the hair and the beanie. Right. Pearlman, a face only a mother can love. And me. Yeah, and me. But the talent and piney, oh, well, and it's his show in a way, like and piney, and but you 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 throw that all together, and what, what Sutter and Linson did in casting this was anti what you just said about pretty anything. We were the guys That's and the girls, true. and the girls were tougher than the guys. They we just there was testosterone flying anywhere. So in this scene with the uh, with you with Juice, dude, for me knowing I wasn't in the show, I really got to just. Uh, Put my feet up and go, whoa, I'm not in that jackal scene. I'm not in that. I should be in that scene, but I'm not. And I, rem- like, and I remember that because Taryn and I had done a movie together, like literally did you? two Cherry, years plays before Cherry. that. Yeah. Cherry, Taryn plays Cherry. We had done this crazy movie together and we had spent a bunch of time in, um, oh, in New Orleans did. together. You and did. It re- yeah, it was a hectic shoot. And so to see her back, because we didn't get to work with her when she first got introduced no. in Indian Hills. Because we were doing the patch over. We were. Stuff. I was. I was dunking my balls. You were dunking mouth. your yeah, balls. Yeah, right. which was right. great. So, but so Good in that day. scene, yeah, in that scene, Gemma starts piecing stuff together. She's starting yeah. to say, "Who is this girl?" She has a really great scene um, 
come, uh, maybe it was right there with uh, half sack where she questions him. Who is that girl? Yeah. You know, where, it yeah, is, it he, is right there. He, he and he's got the hots for it. He doesn't even know what to say. Yeah. He doesn't even know what to say. So now we, Jem is piecing it all together. We cut to these, I guess, jarheads, they're calling them, you know, these ex Marines that Piney was serving with using the AKs. That and, got violent. They killed, no, like, no, they killed a cop. They and, killed a and, cop. And pedestrians. Everybody. And there's poor Glenn Plummer, our boy who's playing agent Sheriff Trammell, best. And he's handcuffed to the goddamn cop car. But they, look, okay, everyone, I want you to think about this for a second. This is a beginning of a television series that is rocking it, but we're still finding our way. Yeah, we weren't rocking this, yet. This, not, not quite yet. But the sixth show, we're now killing a cop. Like, you, you know, you With a machine gun. can't. With an AK, yeah, you can't you can't do that, but we did, and here we go, here we go. I mean, all right. So Get now ready. we go. We go to back to. We're at the table. We're in the clubhouse. I was thinking something. I know this sounds stupid. That this is the stuff I think about. It's fine. I like it when you sound stupid. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, we use the word flush a lot. Did we? We're flush. We always oh, said yeah, that for we're, seven. We're, we're flush. flush. <laughs> I've never used that word in my life. And we'll never use it again. Have you? Never. Not one time. Have you ever Only said if someone said you have money? The toilet. Right. Flush if, the toilet. But have you That's ever it. said you were flush with cash? No, never. <laughs> I got a lot of dough. Oh, I'm fucking act. rich. I mean, yeah. but, you have, but even if I had, even if, even if I have a ton I'm of flush. dough. I'm flush. Never. Not one time. If someone said, hey, you, you're doing good? You go, yeah, I'm flush. I'm flush with cash. <laughs> Who would ever say that? No, not one time. I've never said that in my life. Um, Okay, I have a question here. This is a big moment. Is this Stahl's first episode? I I said, make sure you ask Theo. Agent Stahl, what the fuck, ATF? Is this the first time we meet her? Is it? I I think so. Agent Evil. Yeah, I think this is it. She's she's got the badge up. Here we go. This is who I am. Is that our first time meeting her? I I think so. I hope you're not because I feel the same way. And if it is, that is the greatest introduction and exactly how I wanted her to be introduced, if that's true. Well, yeah, the banter between her and Clay, putting in the back. Right away, we know who she is like that. Boom. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's got spice, some cinnamon. Spice she's beautiful and, and she's a spunky spice. Evil. Yeah, man. I think so. Please, she family. Is spunky, tell us spunky her. Brewster. Yeah, tell us. Tell us if that's her spunky Brewster coming in like that. And if that is the way she comes in, because if it is, and maybe we do meet her in 105 or something before this, because this is 106, correct? Correct. Okay. So maybe we do, but I hope this is when we meet her. I hope it time. is. I hope it is too. Because she is. I mean, she's terrific and everything, but she really just comes in yeah. hot and heavy, which we'll see as it goes. Yeah. So here's the thing right away. We start to learn about Piney. Piney's questioning pretty much the structure of everything when he says on the backs of children. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Right. Piney's yeah. old, aggressive man. Yeah. About- yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's another scene where they almost go at it. Uh, yeah. him, and, him and Jack's. And there, where that yeah. Where that where that comes from is you you have an original nine. There he is, first nine. There he is, Piney Oxygen. We're getting to know him. This is a bit of his show in a way. But Clay is in lockup. Clay's not. So you go to the VP. If VP wasn't there, you'd go to me. 
the yes. sergeant at arms. You go to the secretary. You go down the line. And here's Charlie going, you're going to go to the cabin. And Piney goes, says who? And Charlie goes, me, because I'm the VP. And he's looking at Charlie. Piney is going, like you just said, off the backs of children. Like these, the old versus the young. The old versus the new. I mean, and they're in the same club together. There's some respect, certainly with John Teller and Piney. They were on the same wavelength, unlike Clay and John Teller were. But yeah, man, great writing, early, early days. And, and, yeah. and Jack's and lets I, him do his thing. Yeah, and I think that was also about the time they were starting to set up potentially the division between Jackson and Clay and who was going to wind up where. Right. We knew Tig was with Clay in the beginning and Juice was kind of with Clay in the beginning. And you never knew where some yeah, people were gonna yeah, fall. No, that's was true. Piney gonna fall with his first nine brother, or was he gonna fall with his son who was with Jackson? He was always kind of the the you didn't know where he was gonna go. And I think they well, were setting well, and, that and, up. And, and, and you, that's true. And may I just say at the table, you know, at your table, I know Megan has one head, you have the other, Di has one, I have one. At our table at the head was clay at the other head was piney, piney. yeah so piney's right in the middle yeah he's on the other that. head here's piney and clay and all of us knuckleheads are in the middle and piney was right down the middle man he wanted to be club first but he talks about me and chibs and me and bobby as being clowns he doesn't like clay after a while but he doesn't want to like jacks but he's given jacks an opportunity to be like his father to be a good man like his father. And, and can you can you do that? And we're about to find out over the years. Do you think, do you think Piney ever held a position in the club? Oh, he must have. Oh, he had to have. Like oh, a secretary or a vice president? Oh, he or... mu- must have back in the day. Oh, yeah. And then he just got old. He couldn't ride anymore. They put him on a trike. Once you can't ride, you can't even be a, a member, really. So they put him on yeah. a trike. So he could just... And, he, you know, he's, he, Piney always had one foot in... The, he's ready to sow his oats. He was ready to retire. He always had one foot out the door, yeah. didn't he? But he stuck around to help out the whole club. And yeah, he's yeah. yeah so I, I so then we go to the stall clay scene, which is a really great little back and forth between them. We're getting to know who stall is, like who she's going to be. She's not a pushover, but Clay was so magnificent in this scene. Ron so, so good. good, just Such the a way great of, scene. I'm a biker. I don't Great know writing. There was and 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 talk about this, Theo. But there, there's no effort with Pearl. No. There's never an effort. I mean, he he comes into a yelling moment coming up, which is pretty hysterical. But yeah. there's no there's no effort. Pearlman is so fucking brilliant. His his his, his just the way he played Clay was seamless. It was effortless. It was really easy for him. Well, I think that why, and I've always thought Ron does a lot of voiceovers, a lot. He's amazing. You'll hear his voice. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's been the the voice of the UFC for a little while. He does all, he cuts all their promos. I know. I think he was doing Home Depot for a little while. A lot. Yeah, he does. He does a lot. He does a lot of animated series, a lot of that stuff. I've always said there are certain actors and certain people that if they just sat down and read the phone book, it's interesting. Anthony Hopkins, Morgan Freeman, they have like a 100%. Gravitas. They don't, they, it's not necessarily even a character actor thing. Like they just have a thing that they're interesting to watch, regardless of what they're doing. Right. Correct. Um, 
And Ron is one of those people that when you sit with Ron, the way his voice is, his demeanor, the way he's built, the way he looks, like if he's just reading the lines off cue cards, you're enthralled. Please, please. I'm enthralled, 100%. And that is such a, I love that because there are, there are very few, probably a handful of artists and actors throughout history, you know, in, in many things that they just speak and you're like, wow, that's incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm in, right? Salvatore Dali is speaking and you go, I'm, yeah. I'm in. What is this guy saying? I yeah. don't even know, but it's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and he had that in that scene. He was just laid back. She's doing all the work and he's just like, you don't know who I am. I'm and the he, boss. And, and I he has, got arrested in six years. In six years. And, yeah. he, and he said something at the very end to her where he goes, we're just motorcycle enthusiasts. Like you put ass, ass, yeah. Yeah. enthusiasts. Like take my ass, put it in your mouth, bitch. I don't know who you are. Yeah. But the way he said enthusiasts, it was yeah. really with an ass. And then he did something yeah. which was real great and shows what a pro he is, is that to put a button on the scene when she closes that door, he's nervous. Yeah. Right, he, didn't, he he let it go for a minute and went, okay, I might be fucked here. Like he, you know, he he, he, he dropped that. his water bottle. He was upset. Yeah, doesn't know really where he, what's going on here. Yep. Yeah, man. So yeah. then we go to Gemma's on the porn set, and she's going through it. Right, she's battling with it. You know, um, it's uh, the big M word. That whole yeah. M word. That whole when women get a little, you know, older in life, it's a beautiful thing, but it's difficult yep. and. The changing position in your life. And again, I think that um, uh, D'Andre, what's her character's name on the show? Um, Uh, I forget, but God, she's so fucking good. Oh, my God. Lulu or something? Yeah, yeah, sure. Otto's old lady. loved her she's amazing amazing actress um amazing actor and she uh she has that great little thing there about telling her you're lucky it happened to me when i was 45 so that's a great moment yeah yeah emma goes through it so now we get to our guy who we just mentioned before glenn Plummer, uh plays trammel he's with jacks i I gotta tell you i have a couple of questions about this one yeah go right ahead fantastic scene um i know we i know we've covered this yeah. Why was Trammell no longer in the show? What happened? He gets killed. By who? Uh, I think it's that whole scene with with the early Venus character. That 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 character. Someone he gets shot. He gets killed. He gets he shot, gets, but I don't think he gets killed. I th- yeah, he does get killed. I think we've talked about it. I think he's. I think he. I think he. He think he died. And we find out about it, and it's really horrible for us. Yeah, no, he but gets we don't killed. see him die because I remember when he got shot. It's when the original Venus opens, yeah. following him. I remember that whole thing. That's coming up. That is coming up soon. <sighs> okay, but so what do you what do you ask? But because I was saying he would have been an amazing character to keep around for a while, but in the same time, they kind of took his character and took a lot of what was going on with him and put it in unsex correct yeah i i think so and i think you know i've I've talked about this before sutter was on full throttle he he had stuff that god we could just stay with that character for three shows in a row a season for and he just kept going and and glenn was so unbelievable in in the show and and that scene with with charlie later um, on tears yeah yeah man this is that scene this might have been the scene where he literally is in tears about his partner yeah, is this that is the, the one? Scene. This is the scene. He's in tears when Jack's oh, yeah. no, no, he, Jack no, threatens I, I got, him. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I got this an incredible scene where Trammell and oh yeah, when Charlie says, "Well, Jax doesn't even threaten him," he does, but he he basically just says it the way it is. You're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere, or until one of us is dead. Like you're not going anywhere, and there's a real thump of I went. God, I love watching the show, and I just I went, holy shit, he's in a pickle. He's not going anywhere. In fact, not only is he not going anywhere, he's going to continue to help us. We're going to continue to hand him money. Sorry about your partner. We didn't do that. Yes, it was our guns, but we didn't do it. And you're not going anywhere. And he realizes his whole life, the choice that he made as that cop, he's in it until he's dead or someone else is dead. And like, I, and like, I, and like I thought that's a great setup. So I, I'm very curious. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to f- kind of follow this journey and I'm going to do my research and I know the fans will tell us. I want to know what yeah, tell the story us. of I think, Trammell. I think, I think he, she played Luann. Dandry Taylor played Luann. Luann. And, and, and you're right, Theo. I just think, well, I don't know. I think he, I think he died. But we'll All see. Right, we'll find out. So Agent Cohen, uh, this guy is such a weirdo. He's so creepy. Jay Carnes is masterful. Uh, he's meeting with Stahl first time. <laughs> she she gets all excited, grabs both their asses. Well, can I just say, I've got names for all of them, okay? I've got Agent Evil, which is Stahl, yeah. Agent Douchebag, which is Carnes, and Agent Superflag, which is Hale. We, yeah. have, we, have, we have all three of them, all the agents. And they're all in the writer's room, which you, you bring up every freaking week now. I, I, I can't get it out of my head now. Every time we see yeah, Unsu's Pop it's the writer's Literally. room. And we have all three agents, Evil, Douchebag, and Superflag. All together, they seem on the same page, but <laughs> sharing their war stories. And then at the end, like you just said, I mean, come on. Do you, do you remember the line she said when she grabbed their asses? Did you, do you remember what remember she what said? She Stall, she goes, mother's little helpers. Mother's little helpers. Thanks for being eh, eh, squeezes their buns. Mother's little helpers. Like this better be her introduction because it's too good not to, not be. to be. This has to be her introduction because they're really right? like giving her all of the colors. Like they're putting all everything on her. Like they're saying, "You're this every you're that, word, every you're this." Every, yeah. <laughs> what a character. And again, it goes into what you and I always say: playing the bad guy is so much fun as an actor. Oof. It really she, it gives you a freedom. It. You're unshackled yeah. as a bad guy or a bad killed girl, it. like a villain. You're just unshackled. So I was still finding. I realized at this point we have to come up with a plan. The feds are sitting outside Telemoro, and when we all walked out, I realized at this point. I was looking at Juice and I'm like, this was me still finding his look. I had 96 rings on. I had the belt. I had the belt buckle on that I was thought I was going with forever. It was the middle <laughs> finger. Yeah, it was the middle finger belt that. buckle. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be Juice's belt buckle. So it's the middle cool. finger. And no. then I just thought it was silly. No. Um, <laughs> but I was still finding his look. And uh, and then we come out, we got to find the plan. So now we're about to go into, uh, I mean, some might say, one of the most infamous scenes ever on the show, the skateboard scene, the scene of, I want to, I want to ask you, has there ever been a scene that has cropped up more that they use here and there than, than this one? I think this is it. This is, the I one. mean, I think this is the one and, and she just got a smackdown to the face. Um, but before we get to that real quick, 
Back to you boys on the pavement. Back to you boys yeah. getting tossed down on the yeah. pavement. I, I think this oh, is no, where we're not tossed down yet. No. Nope. Okay, no, this good. This was us so, coming up with the plan. We're not okay, there the yet. plan. Oh, we're going to talk so, about that. We're going to slap me because I, I want to talk slap, about that. All right. Yeah. We're at so, we're at Gemma. Yeah. With the skateboard. Yeah. Um, I think why it works so well is you don't see it coming. You see Cherry, you see Gemma. The camera moves and you go, oh shit, it's about to be on. You see Chammy, Chem, uh, Cherry, you see Gemma, and then she just grabs that skateboard and within seconds smashes her face. That The majority of scene is actually her going to sit down on the curb and wait yeah. for the cops. Yeah. But she, and when she says, who are you? Why would you do it? She Why says, would you do that? It shows exactly who Gemma is. That's Gemma and, 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 and it shows her. exactly how great the writing is. Because uh, a person would say that. Why would you do that? What do you, what have I done to you? I'm just walking down the sidewalk, bitch. What you are you doing? Someone else. I'm not even who you think I am. Why would you do yeah. that? Amazing. Amazing. Really so that's becomes, that really became when everybody, what was the shirt everybody used to wear at those comic cons we used to do was, um, what would Gemma do? What would Gemma do? And yeah. you know, she'd she smack you over the face with a skateboard. Skateboard. Right. So now we got on Jack's. He's on the roof. He's reading the words. He's uh. trying to come up with a plan. Great shot of the roof, by the way. Super Always high up. Good. He's trying to come up with it. He's reading his dad's words, which again, we know started to go away a little. Um, and he comes up with the plan because he sees this the septic truck. He sees Correct. it. This is happening. Now we cut to your guy, crazy kooky cone, being creepy. He's in that scene. He's like, looking what's at he the baby. doing staring at the baby like that? He's a weird dude. And if the audience, like me sitting there last night watching the show, isn't into the creepiness of this guy, what and what's he even doing there? Gemma's, or Kara's a bit of afraid of him, talking about you know restraining orders, and now he's in the hospital sniffing around. He's a cop, yeah. but he's creepy. The worst and kind. He lied, the, and he we're, lied. Oh. We find that we'll find out later. He lied. Like he's just a weird worst dude, kind. and he's a total stalker, stage five clinger. Like he's that dude, right? Okay. So now, after that, Tarek goes in and says to him, "Here's my question. I know a little about septic tanks. I uh, I, I have houses that are on septic. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, we're putting the guns in the barrels." Pardon? We're putting, are we putting the guns directly into the truck, right? Correct. Okay, I have a question. Here's, here, sure. I'm, I'm going to get logistical here. Sure. The guns are going into this little hole because you can't open the back of the truck. There'd be shit everywhere. No, 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 See? no, no, no. There's no little hole. There's a big hole. You can't open that. Well, they did somehow. You can't. So how did they put them okay. in? Okay. So let's just say there is a smaller hole on the top or on the side that you can put the machine, the AKs in. Let's just say. For argument's sake, you can't. How would you get them out? Because oh, you'd have to open the whole thing, and that means all of it would start coming out later. So that's hey. the only logistical, logical reason or way you can do this. And do you th- I'm 79,000 years old. Do yeah. you think I'm going to worry about a cop's been shot 20 minutes ago? Do you think I'm going to worry about how these guns got into that goddamn truck? No. They just went in somehow. I want come know. And coming up. Tommy's just going, okay. And, well, then you call it the septic tank. Honey, give me the number. <laughs> the Theo septic tank in Jersey. I want to ask. I'm going to call a septic company and say, if I had 35 AKs, 
can I get him in a truck? <laughs> and then not just, can I get him in? Can I get him in? And let's see how they respond. I'm going to call one while I'm here in Los Angeles. And do it. Them. Well, we might talk about it next week with Tommy. We might even talk yeah. with Tommy about that. Like, remember that okay. day? Cause he was there. The whole thing's filled with shit. It's almost impossible. Okay. So um, here we go to this big yelling scene in the police station. They went right into yelling. Do you notice that there was no buildup? It's the greatest. I don't know, but I, but I had to watch it twice because when I get startled like that, when I get shocked like that and it's so good and no one else is even there, there's a hundred cops in the writer's room and you've got, you've got Gemma and clay going full yelling about your p-u-s-s-y and your small little dink and your this and your that and you're doing this and it's and it's full throttle i had to watch it again because i've never seen clay scream that hard or for that long in the entire seven seasons am i crazy never never Never. and the for me and, and the writing is so funny and again, I mean, it happens in this show. And then everybody's looks too. Like you have to understand they're selling it. The, the extras and even Hale, they're selling those looks of like, look at mommy and daddy fighting like this. No, they're selling. selling it. No, they're selling it. It was great. And the show was like that early. It had those moments of humor that was always filled with drama as well. And boy, did we, we pulled them off, man. And it was great to watch. Great for the show. It yeah. was great for the show. So, okay. So we go right from there to the feds come in, hanging off cars oh, like the A-team. What's going on here? Why are they hanging off the cars like the A-team? They're literally hanging off the sides. Where's the in there? Because they got to. Well, you know, it's this early days. This ain't G.I. Joe. It's not, but it's early days of Suns, and they just got away with all that shit. We always have this freaking heavy how many times is the How many times the clubhouse been raided in seven years? 57 times. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I counted 57 times. And they, 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 they always come in like big, bad. Oh, gangbusters. Like, Hell's bells. We're, we're just selling some and guns. And they never people. find anything. Anything. No. Nothing. Foiled again. Like Mr. Furley <laughs> listening through the door on Three's Company. They never. Foiled again. Foiled again. So, okay. This goes to uh, one of the most famous photos I've ever seen of all of us. Um, We get thrown to the ground. And I got to tell you, this is really funny. So we're all on the ground. I I swear I could still smell the concrete. It was disgusting and dirty. So hot. So hot. Dirty. Shitty. Yeah. We were were all in it. You know, a lot of us. Not me. All you guys were. No, but we're in it as in we're in the scene. Oh, you're in the scene. It was. It was. Cuff us for real. Acting one on one, man. Cuff us. Put us in. <laughs> you don't let us up between takes. <laughs> so it's me, Jax, Bobby, Sack, Chibs, whatever. We're all there. We're all cuffed oh, yeah. for oh, real. Yeah. For realsies. And and every time between takes, they have to set up these cops, they have to do whatever. You just wind up staying there because you don't want to let Adam and props and everybody undo your uh the zip Cuffs. ties every time. Yeah. So they're yeah. doing the zip ties. Yeah. Like literally, even the props department is going, you don't need you don't need them fully tied. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. I want it to look real. I need it to look real. Like, do it. And you realize your face is on the dirty, you know, the concrete, right? You're sitting there, you're trying to keep your chin up. You're just putting your head to the side. You're laying there with your face. And it's on. hot. And it's hot too. I'm and sorry. We're just joking around. We're just joking. And we are just trying to make ourselves laugh because. We were there for a long, long time. time. 
And everything we were saying, I, there's a line in there where I say, you smell nice to start. I loved it. Did you make that up? Made it up. It's not I in love there. It. Yeah, we just made it, it up. It is in there. No, you it's said it. That's what I'm saying. It oh, got, they yeah, kept it, it kept yeah. in. But we said so many other things that we were saying to the guys and we were making fun of them and, you know, whatever. And again, it's one of those scenes that I'll always remember. And, and when, when you and I do the Comic-Con, speaking of that from before, that's a big picture that I always sign of all of us on the ground like nice. that. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I rem- it's one of those moments that I always remember because we were laughing hysterical. And the reason we were laughing is because we were laughing in real life. Like we were just having a blast at that moment. And again, like uh, you look said, at the you. Show was look, small. look at you. Look at you, jackals, I'm fall in love with one another. Reminiscing about the good old days like that. Come on, on your bellies, ATF everywhere. Let's do so, it again. Pull let's the cars do, it. do it one more time. Thirty Deal. times later, we, we had to fake the laugh after that. <laughs> so now we go to Agent Cone, and uh, I think I'm saying it right, Agent Cone. It is um, Cone, yeah. He's sitting in Jax's room. I don't remember any of this, but man, did he really destroy that room? He went ham on that room. Well, again, and I have to bring this up to everybody listening because they need to know this, that as an actor, when you are told, okay, Jay, we have three cameras. Cone's name is Jay Carnes in real life, just in case. Go ahead. Jay Carnes, Cone, Agent Cone, Jay Carnes in real life. Amazing actor. Shield. We know his, mm-hmm. you know, he's so creepy in this. He's so freaking good. This guy has been told by the entire camera department and the director, you have one take. One take. And you should go crazy. Where do you think you might go? So, Jay, I wasn't there that day, but I, I've, I've had a few of these scenes myself. Yeah. You, 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 okay, I might go here. Okay, good. Now you're going to go there. Okay, good. Then you might, I think I'll go. And when you're finally ready, the stunt guy or girl will whisper in his ear and goes, don't hurt yourself. Just right. don't hurt yourself. And that that douchebag cop went and action and he tore it all apart. And and to to touch on what you just said, the reason you have one take is you can't reset that stuff. It's broken. You can, but it's, we didn't have the time to do it. Right. That. You don't you we don't have time, we don't have the money. That stuff is right. getting wrecked, it's getting destroyed. And then the reason the camera department's asking you where you might go, just to give you a little bit of a blueprint yeah, of that, because they gotta pull focus. Focus, they got to pull focus. focus they got to know where yeah. you're going with the camera. So while you want to be very natural and 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 it's all going to look natural, you also kind of have to plan your steps a little pre before it. So he just had this great scene where he literally is destroying everything with a bat, with his arms, with his hands, and he's trying to get his hands on everything. And I, and and I uh, felt I felt violated I know. as a club member watching it. I felt really violated and creepy. And I was there. thinking, what was Jack's thinking when he went back in the room? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was like, man, yeah. they really tore the fuck out of this place. Yeah. Like but this looks personal. Me. But yeah. Yeah. This looks personal. So, okay, now we get to Jackson Piney Friction. There it is. I'm there. I'm right in the middle. Um, he pulls off his oxygen. He's ready to go after Jax. They're ready to he's go. Ready to go. That's ready to go. And I really, again, I wrote down this is the old guard with the young guard. This is the old guard with the young guard. And even Jax knew they're not going to duke it out it's not going to get that far but opie steps in it was the big line come on he rips his oxygen out he's ready to just slap somebody with his big paw but it never goes that far but it is the old guard against the young 
and I remember on that day, again, we're all still getting to know each other. We've been hanging around for a few months, but Piney, again, he's a presence. So when he started Ooh. to rip off that shit and come after you, I'm like, geez, I hope he doesn't nah. grab him. I hope he doesn't grab him. If he, if he stumbles and falls on you, you will not a, get up. It's a redwood. It's you a will redwood be going 911. <laughs> it's a redwood. Uh, we got a redwood down, redwood down. Oh, yeah. So then um, I got to tell you, uh, they I've, cut most of that scene. I don't know what they cut, but it's my it's one of my favorite. I've never seen it before. I I, I can't tell I'm gonna let you talk about it, but seeing yeah. Tommy can Chibs continue to back up and getting away from this shit while you and I'm sorry. I, I just found it so brilliant and funny and cre- just that was a Friday scene. We've talked about it Ooh. a bunch. It was a Friday scene. It was probably three in the morning on a Saturday morning, late Friday night. You come into work one of those days at like Friday at six PM. You don't work till four in the morning. Me, half sack, chips. Yeah, man. Everybody just wants to go home and have their one day off and the truck and the guns. Yeah. We got there and they had created this shit pile, (laughs) puddle. Because the water had been there so long, I guess they had built the set a few days before. It really did stink like something awful because it was stagnant. Oh, did it? Oh, did it? Good for them. Little realism in the mucky And it was mucky and, and thick and, and weird. And Beautiful. It just, when we got there, we, we probably filmed that scene. This sounds crazy because it was so short, but we probably filmed it for hours. We were in there. And once we got in the shit, because there was what we filmed, the main majority, which isn't in there, was us in the shit, like literally searching through it. Oh. They didn't keep that. But once we started wow. doing that, we had to, once we couldn't go back to the beginning. So what you're seeing, we really only had like one or two takes on because the rest, we were in the shit going through it, but they got to chop the fat when you're making an episode. You can't keep all that. We've talked plus, about that. Yeah. Plus we're wrenching like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear it and it never stopped, but Tommy kept backing up. Chips uh, kept backing up. And Tommy really did it like he had, because one's a prospect, me being the newbie, and then Tommy has the tenure. So he's like, I'm not getting in this shit. No. Oh, I'm here with you boys, but I'm not getting in. <laughs> and he's right. And I remember that <laughs> night, man, we had so much fun because it was just, again, we're still trying to figure out what kind of show we're making. We're like, what is this show? It's kind of funny. It was, by the way, it was in the same yard that you and I did the Doberman. Yeah. So here we are three oh, episodes yeah. later. Oh, yeah. Same we're going yard. back to, yeah, it's right there, close down the street. It's perfect. And the one thing I always remember about the Doberman scene, and I, this doesn't get enough credit. And the only reason I bring it up is because it's a picture that you and I sign a lot is when we were both looking in the fence and I'm sure. just like this yeah. and you're, and, I, and you're like, what are we doing here? But it's like you and I, both our faces are in the fence. Yeah. And it's like, it almost looks like the two guys from home. No, we're, 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 we're in public school. We're, 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 we can't so get in the fence. Funny. We can't go in and play baseball. Get in. It's just so cute. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're missing the patch over. We're missing the Arizona thing. We're stuck back in charming here. Anyway, go ahead. But it's Funny. the same place. And I was like, oh, we're, again, it's comedy again that was coming in. And I was like, this show's so interesting because it's so deep and dark. And at the same time, it's so fucking funny. That and was, was a like, comedy set, a comedy set just down great. the way. Theo, Theo you're going, set. you're going, you're, you're, you're saying. I to, love the to, comedy to, set. To Johnny and Tommy. I've been there before. I know it. 
That's the same set. Speaking of same set we use for Tom Arnold when he came on as the porn guy, we went there too for that. And that set, like it seemed like the comedy always went down at that set. (laughs) So, okay. So now here's a moment. Stahl is sitting on a barrel in the office. Um, Really interesting. Again, we're defining Saul's characters. Here comes again the colors being thrown. She's sitting there, legs wide open on the on the barrel. This is who I am. This is what's up. Uh, Superman comes running in. She's going to tell you. Dayton's not in this episode either. No. By the way, no answer. Superman comes in. You know she has a thing for him. She has a thing for everybody. It seems. And she starts talking we're gonna, about Arrow. We're, we're going to call him Super Flag. Just Super Flag. Super That's Flag. Super Flag. He's flag. all about the – yeah, Super Flag. So he comes yeah. running in. He comes running in, and after she just does a little bit of this, she gets to say, my nipples are extraordinarily hard right now. Unbelievable. Like – and there was a scene that we didn't talk about where, she, where Gemma – looks at Hale in the prison there, and Gemma goes, oh, you know, I remember you when you were a paper boy. No, no, boy. that's coming up. It's coming up. The, the paper coming boy? Up. Yeah, Wait. coming up. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, go, go ahead. Don't jump. Ahead. Don't jump. Don't jump. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, did we not talk about that no, yet? No, we didn't. We didn't. It, it's, it's in the back. We, it's when Gemma was still in lockup. Hale comes in and she reflects on, and I was going to talk. We just kind of oh, yeah, jumped that was before the feds hanging off the car. So can we just go back to that for a minute? Sure. I, I want to talk about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's That's all right. to this. I want to talk about that scene for a second, because I got to tell you something. We never really, we knew that Hale, and I can't believe I missed it. These notes on my iPhone. We knew that Hale and Jackson, everybody knew each other. We knew they all grew up together. But when she says this stuff about the paper boy, it, for some reason, it hit me different where I was like, oh, wow, this is a guy who became like one of our enemies. And he was like, oh. going, I used to be a paper boy. I remember collecting and being like, hey, Mrs. You know, so-and-so I'm collecting. Like, they were you know good people. kids. They were good kids. Were good kids. He made a little coin. He had a short haircut that he still got today. And I learned something about Hale in that scene that we that we're talking about now. When Gemma goes, I still remember your haircut when you were a little paper boy. Same haircut. And and, and I, I wrote something in, on my notes about you know a lot of people who were born in charming stayed in charming. Small town stuff. Small town stuff, man. Small town stuff. And I'm going to tell you something. I've been reminiscing and daydreaming about small town stuff. We're about to you know move to this new neighborhood, and I was like looking up all this like is there town halls anymore is there a city you know where the towns get together because there is such a there's such a thing to that right like that mayberry or whatever where people actually like know each other i've been saying this a lot to people and i don't want to veer off the topic too hard but i've always thought that the police who are in a neighborhood should live in the neighborhood they police like i've always thought that because i thought that that would be better if you see and live where you're doing your policing. I've always thought that it's interesting that if you own a business in the neighborhood and you live in that neighborhood, right, it makes it more personal with everyone in it. Right. And then it seems like everybody might have each other's backs more. Um, What I loved about this moment is there's always those reminders, whether it be Floyd's barbershop or somebody going back to somewhere I go, God, this is a small fucking town. Yeah. And yeah. everybody knows each other. So I really did like that scene. I, I, and I'm, uh, apologies to the Sam, the Sam Sams. 
that I uh, that I no no I no no that's fine because that. because we can't talk about it all. But I do, and I did reflect last night when I watched the episode. We're in this moment that we're talking about with Stalin or nipples. The reaction from Hale was that of a paperboy, like the look in his face when she actually said that. In that his his look on his face was I. Mrs. Jones, I, I don't need the extra dollar. Thank you. And he's going to run like run down the street with his short hair because yeah. he wasn't. Are you oh, trying to I... seduce me, Mrs. Yeah. Robinson? Yeah, it's the graduate. Right, yeah, right, it's a right. great, it's a it great moment. A really nice scene. Anyway. So then right. we go to Clay and Gemma scene in jail. She's beautiful. going through Stunning. it. It's a great, beautiful, cool scene. He's I sitting thought, outside. Uh, thanks, th- and uh, thanks for mentioning that. I thought his choice, Clay's choice, of sliding down, turning his back to his beautiful wife, to just but he's not going anywhere. But there was not nowhere to sit except on the ground on the yeah. cement. And he turned his back, and what a beautiful, what a beautiful two shot. Having yeah. her looking at him, the back of his head, and him talking to her without putting her in, in an uncomfortable position. It was it was beautiful. It's a beautiful scene. So now we go to half sack and cherry in the hospital. Tell me, yeah. um, tell me what you think about that. Well, I I love it when she calls him Kip. I keep forgetting that 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 was his name, Kip, and he got all presidential with her. Like he got all Clay Morrow. He got Clay Morrowed out. He was a prospect who needed to go. If you even think about opening your trap, I'll I'll come after you. We'll come out. We'll throw the book at you, and yeah, you might he, he you may never be. Front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was full of himself, and but he what an open opportunity. Like you may we you may never be found alive. If you bring up anything, like, you know, yeah. and she's just going, hey, Kip, I'm going to put my tongue in your mouth right now. Yeah. It'll be all right. And he goes, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that's what he wanted like, the whole time. That's what he wanted the whole time. Yeah. So great, great scene. Again, we were really, we were, you know, and I say we, but I mean, the show was really uh, developing that Zach character. Like they were, and they were giving him all the stuff that like to, to really prep him <sighs> going. And, you know, obviously we all know that went a different yeah. way. So yeah. now Clay coming back to the cabin, uh, Tommy throws out a Jackie boy there. I got to think, and maybe somebody can correct me and not correct me. Give me the info. This isn't a correction moment. This is info moment. Info in the comments moment. <laughs> this is the first time? No, no, no. He, someone said to me, maybe to you as well, months ago, as the show continues to reap reviews, someone counted the Jackie boys. And well, when's the first one? Well, I, I don't this know. Is episode 106. It's got to be yeah. close to it close to it but i doubt it's the first time but samly fam crow do what let you us do. know do what, do, you, what do. you do do what you We're do just a couple of knuckleheads trying to figure it out but somebody said this i, I want to bring this up quick i guess on youtube you can do live episodes did you know about this what do you mean so i don't know what say, okay so right now like you and i are recording this and then we'll post it but there's a way that you can, uh, you and I would do a live one and all these people would be in the room with us, but you can't see them. They'd just be writing things like uh, on the message oh, board. Well, then we need to do that one of these years or days. Yeah, one of these years or days, I think we need to do a live episode. We will. have everybody on and they and they would all tell us like, and then oh, we'll save it. Christ and then it. it would be saved towards whatever. So I think we should do a live one one Wednesday and have everybody like. Oh, uh, let's do it. So they could like correct us and tell us. You yeah. What the fuck you're talking yeah. about. This and that. <laughs> this and that. Done. Yeah. Done. Right. Love it. 
we'll get distracted by it, but I think we should do it. We'll, uh, we'll ask it. the powers that be if that's possible. Yeah. Um, okay. So the back of the cabin, we have that little thing. Clay's obviously exhausted. He's given a lot of power to Jax at this moment. Um, it's yeah. kind of a nice little turning point, right? Yeah. Um, so I have a couple of questions about what's coming up. We're going to go drop these guns. We're, we're getting towards the end of the episode. Piney what? is really great in this scene. It, 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 he, he was the B story. Piney tells Jax, tells Clay, tells everybody, I'm coming with you because they don't, they don't trust you. They're going to trust me. He's my pal. He's my, you know, you know, army fatigue boy from a long, long time ago back in the army. I'm going with I'm because I'm, he's going to trust me. But like when they go back there and they have this incredible moment, which I, I didn't see coming. I didn't know why, why he was so hugging him, give him a, a little respectful. I have no idea. Opie. In, it, it, this is when it, Opie was being touted as like a bomb expert. I know. And I remember that. But is this the first time? Did he do it in the pilot? Oh, fuck. No, I remember don't. he blew up that one house earlier and uh, we all hid behind the wood chips and all that when we had our, like, we had our toques on? The chipmunks. Yeah, we were all the chipmunks. <laughs> a Friday. Yeah, we were out there with the hats on. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and Opie comes running out. And the stuntman yeah. looked just like him with the legs going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that before yeah. this or after this? Don't know. Don't know. Who cares? Anyway, what I care about is when I watch that show, and all of a sudden, Opie's like, and boom. I'm going. Okay. I, well, I have questions. <sighs> How do they know everybody's in the house? I don't want to well, listen. I'm well, not trying to spoil well, the milk. How do you know? Well, and but again, they didn't think about that. But what they did think about is Piney had a line in there. was going, there's no innocence up there. You don't have any family or he goes no just the guys just the guys we're hiding so there's no women and children is what he said sure. no just the guys no but so how does we he know what if you went out so what if somebody went to take a pick it's a fictional show rossi i know it's, but i want to know it's just a fictional show we can't go back that was 2008 it's too long ago but it's bullshit i don't I know need, man i needed a quick shot of them all walking in the house <laughs> <laughs> I know we didn't have the money. I needed to see everyone go in. All the elves just go right inside. I needed somebody to come out the door and like that one guy who was the leader at all the lines. I needed him to go, lunch is ready. And everybody like comes in and then it blows up. No, no, you're right. Or we all counted for. We are, dad. Good. Chow down. And then boom. Let's go back and reshoot it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go back to the shoot. <laughs> Call up Paul Maybaum and everybody say, hey, guys. We're, we're doing it reshoot. again. We're reshooting it this many years later. Okay, so here <sighs> we go. Um, Jack's Trammel scene. Trammel don't even look at him. He doesn't even look at Jack's. No. He's not happy. No. No. It's, it's another beautiful, beautiful, like, twisted, spicy cop, biker, you know, club member, VP. Again, yeah, not happy. It's not good. Okay, so right from there, Jax goes into that hospital, and I realize he doesn't know about Cone yet. So this is uh, early. He doesn't know who he is yet. He just mentions that some guy's on his ass and has it out for him, and Tara's face drops. Well, but hang on. Hang on a sec. I'm going to remind you of something. In the previous scene, sorry, that's a lie. In the previous episode, episode five, it was called Giving Back. Mm -hmm. And in that episode, we, you know, we burned the tattoo off, Brian Van Holt, mm -hmm. Kyle. Mm -hmm. And I remember when we were at the fair 
He had the Jack, barbecue hat on. Jack's, yeah. And Jack shows up and goes, who's that guy? Mm. Who is that guy? Because that guy mm. was at the hospital and he gave me a really weird, I, I talked she to him. She doesn't tell him yet. Well, I don't think he actually really, no, you mean Tara, you mean? Oh, no, Tara doesn't say a freaking thing to Jack right. yet. But he kind of, he kind of, anyway, seen him. When but did no, she spill the beans? Coming up. Okay. Like, I know what's about to go down in the next couple of episodes, and it's not, it's not pretty. It's not pretty for Agent Douchebag. I'm just going to leave it at that. Cause it's not pretty. So every season we have, like, an enemy before we get to this last season. He's kind of the enemy in season one, right? One of. Yeah. Yeah, he's and in now a, he's we have Zobel season two with the the Irish co- season a, three and the a, yeah, and then Stahl climaxes in three, sure. even though she's in one, two, and sure. three. Cone is a we find out the creepiest, darkest psycho cop that we can even imagine on this show, and it gets real creepy coming up real fast. And get ready, get ready, okay. Uh, so yeah, final scene, Gemma leaving the jail. Clay's there with his catchy line. You know, I've been waiting for you all my life. Great line. Um, Beautiful. There's a nice little scene with Cherry. Uh, the Beautiful. The threesome line is fantastic. Beautiful. Right? I wasn't even thinking about it. Just great writing. Um, Beautiful. Gemma, Gemma, the real Gemma, was shaking in her boots when she had to get on the back of Clay's bike. Yeah. Anytime you rode behind Clay, you better – Strap on your boots and your boat and your strap because you don't know where that bike's going to go. So just a great little scene there, uh, you know, kind of wraps up all that tension and just showing Gemma's not just her power, but also her realizing that Cherry's like a little her and, and just the whole great, moment there great. really great. And, um, and if, and if I may in that scene with, with Cherry and, and Gemma, just like Piney and Jack's, this is the the older, not not that Gemma's old because she's not. Don't get me no. but the old lady part of her, that tough, gorgeous, stunning, tough, it, just giving some wisdom to the young girl, and the young girl standing there taking it, going, "I want to, I want to, I want to be you when I grow up." So like great. It, it's the same analogy. Piney Jacks, Gemma Cherry is kind of cool, and and then the, Theo, was that Carnes in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Trailing Jackson yes. Tara? Yes. That's how we leave yes. the show. Yeah. Okay, well, here we here we go. We're Next so we're week. gonna go in a row on yeah. um so we're gonna do one oh six next. This was 106. I'm sorry. We're going to do 107. Don't listen to me. I'm yeah. 107. It's happening anymore. Um, so we're going to 107. do 107. And Love. then, and then tell me, you have it. Do you have it in front of you? It's 107, 108. Do you know what's going on? How, yeah, it's, o- it's over there. And it's over there in another I got book. It. I don't want, I don't I got want it to right get here. out. I got it right here. Okay. But, here we go. But we're going to go in order. Of well, let me, let me just say it. We just did yeah. episode 106. Yeah. But then we're going to do 107 next week, Old Bones. Then we're going to do 108, The Pull. Yeah. Then we've already done Hell Followed. So you're going to have to, during the week, go back, watch that. We've already done it. Then we're going to do 10 and 11. Love it. We've already done 12, The Sleep of Babies, because this yeah. is back when we were jumping around. And then we're going to go to the finale. Of season one. Won't that be nice to end season one with the finale to put it to yeah. bed? 
Do you Dude, know I'm ex- crazy? This is what? from SOA Mayan Addicts, the great Candace. She said, she gave me the dates. We did the Sleep of Babies, which was season one, episode 12 on June 24th. Doesn't that feel like, <laughs> that feel like 17 years ago? It and was. Yet, and yet five minutes ago? Holy cow. Batman, we're just zipping through this. And you're in the corner in a nice spot, good lighting. I, I, yeah, I'm looking good. We're, hey, and you know what, bro? Guess what? Here we go. Here we go. The, flan, the flanny flan. The flanny flan's coming flanny, on. Flanny, flanaconda, flanny, <laughs> Chibi pants. I'm I so excited. I'm, so I'm not going to do any talking. I'm just going to let you guys go. I'm just going to sit no, back No, we're just going to let him go. So um, I love you. Have love you, buddy. Have time. Love Have you. fun Sound. today. And uh, let's get ready for fun. Love you, bro. All See right. you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference, all right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.